Fake Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. So I have a question for you. Yeah. On a scale of one to surprised, how surprised would you be if I told you that you were on an FBI list? (laughs) Uh, Less surprised than if you told me I wasn't on an FBI list. Okay. So I, I thought I would be giving you some surprising information today but <laughs> you, what is surprising is if you've got the information that I'm on the list that surprises me a little bit because they leaked somebody leaked enough that you knowingly have me on a list excellent okay so then we're back into surprised so Oh, everybody imagine the emoji. Yeah, the big would just like a, a O for a mouth. Mm-hmm. The really wide eyes. Look like an anime character. So are we talking about uh some uh everybody listen to the Slackers propaganda right now? Pause the feed, listen to the song, and then come back to us. Yeah, we'll wait. Uh, yeah. Hurry up. Well, actually, we don't have to wait because it's the future and we have a pause button. And if you don't know what a pause button is, it's the thing that looks like the Twin Towers. Yeah, it's right down at the bottom of your phone if you listen to us on our website. So the leak, whether it came from a legit leak or it came from the air quotes leak that the FBI wants people to know about the list. Mm Mm-hmm. Either way, this is troubling. So is it? Is it? Well, we'll debate that later. But go ahead. So this list is—it's unclassified, mm. but it is meant to be law enforcement specific in that it is FBI internal use only. So this list is a guide for symbols and commonly referenced historical imagery that is associated with militia violent extremism. So one of the symbols that they associate with this violent extremism is the flag representing anarcho-capitalism. The yellow and black flag. I don't know a lot about these people, but I'm pretty sure... They live by a principle at their core that's called the NAP, where it's the non-aggression principle, where they use violence against nobody that has not first aggressed upon them. Oh, well, luckily, the FBI list isn't just (laughs) the symbology. It actually has a a blurb next to it describing it. So this isn't just a guess. Okay. It does, in fact, say anarcho-capitalism, and it actually shortens it 
to the slang ANCAP. Oh, snap. So this is the blurb next to it as they are describing uh, this uh, violent extremist group. So the blurb says, Anarcho-capitalism, an ideology held by some, MVEs advocating the state be eliminated or minimized, and that public services be provided by private companies competing in a free market, represented by a black and yellow flag. Awful. And again, MVEs stands for Militia Violent Extremism. So can you believe that these people would dare advocate that the state be eliminated or minimized and that public services be provided by private companies? I'm going to have to stop them there. The anarcho part does not say minimized. That's the minarchist point of view. I think for the sake of this exercise, we can adopt them into our cohort. Well, at least until we get down to where the government's minimal, and then we can start arguing. Because we're we're heading in the same direction, <laughs> right? It's yeah. the shrinking of. We have the a state. long way to go till we get to where we argue with them. I love you, the, I, minarchist people, especially your extremist minarchists. Yeah, we're talking about stump grinding at that point. Like you clearing out all the trees is like 99% of it. Yeah. I, I, I'm i not going to lie. If I was living in a minarchist world, I would be a lot less motivated as an anarchist than I am today. Well, and I don't want to get too deep into the semantics of it either because we are about minimizing it. It's just minimizing it so much that it ceases to exist. That's true. That's true. So, my extremist point of views warrant the FBI's knowledge of my existence and my point of views. This is an alarming, I don't know, revelation to some, not to me. Well, we talked about this on many episodes that the fact that our ideas are growing, that we're getting out there, the amount of us is being the the amount of people that feel this way is now being ex- exposed to the world through some of our rallies, events, just pop culture type things that libertarians are starting to really have roots in, uh, strongholds in, um, comedy and whatnot. These things are things that the enemy of freedom of liberty are going to hate. And if we aren't making any waves, they're not going to put us on this list. They're going to have bigger things to do. The fact that we're on this list and so boldly on this list is a testament to the fact that we're making a real impact. The FBI, the CIA, America is not our enemy. The government claiming to be America is our enemy. And the fact that they're acknowledging us as an enemy means that we're doing something. So be proud of yourself. 
anarcho-capitalist, minarchist. You're being lumped in there with us. Thank you. Thank you for making your voice known. I think a lot of our listeners who might not necessarily identify as ANCAP, they might identify as minarchists or even just liberty-leaning, you know, libertarian maybe. I can't imagine that they would actually describe themselves much differently than what that that paragraph says. Yeah. Right? Like that if if you were to distill down let's just call it like libertarianism or yeah. even even how like the maybe even the libertarian party describes themselves as like a political party, I would say that's pretty close to it. Yeah. And the fact that they left out our core principle, which we are, we don't hide. The fact that we don't aggress upon people, uh, it is a testament to the fact that they, the people making this, know that shit, and they're not going to put it in there. Because even their own, even their own FBI, would be like, "What the fuck." They count on their FBI people, being, their field FBI agents, being just dumb meatheads that they got who just meet the psych profile to follow orders. Well, that's why I'm pretty optimistic about it, because if that is the max amount of spin you can put on something, because that's an internal document, so that's not something that's supposed yeah. to be public-facing, if that's the worst you can do is to say that we want to shrink the state. That's pretty good. If that's the worst you can say about us, like you can't even concoct some weird spin. I think that honestly just goes to show how our message clear, is getting, yeah. Well, I, I just think it goes to show how clear and concise our position is. It's not as nuanced or subtle or easy to manipulate as some of these larger, more over-engineered philosophies. Like right. you can't spin it. It's very simple. We do not aggress on others right. and others' rights. You're right. And it's not it's not something to be scared or feel hopeless about that you're put on a list like this. This is when you're fighting for liberty, the people who are taking liberty, the, the people who are fighting to take liberties away are going to put you on a list. <laughs> you're going to be, they're not going to be your friend. And I think that was a big part of the, li the national libertarian uh, party's problem was the good ones, the good people that weren't actually working for the state, uh, were just, they bought into the fact that, like, we need to make friends with these people. We don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be openly their enemy because then they're not going to let me here and I'm not going to be taken seriously in Washington or whatever, right? But, we don't have time for that anymore. It's, everybody needs to know that we're not part of the system. There are enough people out there that 
don't like what's happening, then we need to be very bold in the fact that we are not okay with this. And the FBI is not going to be okay with us not being okay with it. I mean, they were always going to be our enemy. They always were our enemy. They just were big enough now they have to acknowledge it. Thank God. Well, and I think the people who are, the, the people who delight in being contrarian or being anti, the folks who are really susceptible to Antifa or something like that because they just really want to be against something, which I will admit is pretty boring. But if you're young and you want to be an activist, it's kind of the easy position to take is to just be against something. It's the reason why like hipsters just hate on everything. It's first gear. First gear is, oh, just start hating on things. This is actually doing the exact opposite of what I imagine the, the FBI would want for youth and actual extremism in youth. Because if I'm a angsty teenager and I want to be put on a list, how great is it that I can get the satisfaction of being that mm -hmm. while also maintaining freedom, autonomy, liberty? Yeah, I read a tweet the other day uh, from, I guess, somebody who claims to be a libertarian who listening to a couple of our podcasts and says, you know, as, as, I, as I listen, not, not to just our podcast, but a couple others, um, I'm realizing that th there isn't people like Dave Smith and Tom, they're, they're not centrist like me. I don't have a, don't have a home as a centrist. And, um, the responses were great. I, I'm pretty sure my response was very similar. I'm not a centrist. I'm a, I'm a radical extremist. I, I, I do not agree with any of this. So basically is in layman terms. Sure, it got a lot deeper. Anyway, the centrist are Lindsey Graham. Are <laughs> where people meet in the middle in government, what they call centrist, is on the worst aspects of government. So, I would never want to be considered a centrist, and I think that was a bad. I don't know, recruiting tool that the Libertarian Party was using there for years that were socially con uh, liberal and fiscally conservative because it doesn't have to do with either of those things. It's it's all about private property and non-aggression because those two terms, they move everywhere. So... <laughs> Socially liberal today means like go piss on a white male that's straight. Fuck him. But I, I think the thing that I would be careful about though is that there's what you've been told a centrist is by 
that very state, which I certainly don't trust. And then there's an actual centrist, which it sounds like you may have interacted with on Twitter. And I can understand why that person feels orphaned because a lot of the folks on the, let's just say the political compass, the people who are extreme on the authoritarian versus libertarian axis tend to also be pretty extreme on the left to right axis as well. So I can see why they would feel like they don't necessarily have a home because that left right piece is a bit more just about your preferences, your way of taking in the world, your way of processing, probably a little bit about where you're from and your culture. But it should be about your house, your home, your family, your immediate friends. That's what the social thing should be about, not about what people are doing in Oregon. But that's what I'm saying. If if someone in their house is very much in the center, they don't lean very left or very right, but they do want to find a community on the libertarian side of things, I can see why they would not necessarily feel like they have a, a home. Well, if you're coming to the Libertarian Party because you were looking for somebody who doesn't take a bold stance on anything because you're a centrist, then I'm sorry, but that's not what a Libertarian is. That's what you were told one was by the state. We are... We are more bold than your leftist on left issues. And we are more bold than your right on right issues. When you talk about gun control on the right, we say, if you want to have a nuke and you can afford and you're stupid enough to pay that big ass bill to even keep one up. And it's your responsibility for every single life that that could affect financially then you can have one a fucking nuke that's how gun control i'm about like how much do i think gun control should not exist nuke motherfucker nuke all right now gay marriage that was a big deal man big deal libertarian party was all about it They should be able to get married. They should be able to get married. The message that didn't get out there, that should have got out there, was the state doesn't have control over marriage. Marriage is is an agreement between people originally thought up by religions. Well, I would probably say mostly, most likely originally thought up by people then adopted by religions. But just going back to your point about a a bold stance or a bold position, I think the political compass is fairly valid to use as as like a a, a visual or or sort of a a spatial tool here. Like 
there are two axes. There's, you know, left and the right, and then there's, you know, up and down, which would equate to authoritarian versus libertarian. I think I, I'd be interested to know, because it, it sounds like what you're saying is in order to have a bold position on authoritarian versus libertarian, you also have to have a bold position on left versus right? No, I, I don't. I don't think so. I think, uh, I mean, it, it, well, I don't understand left. So I I live my life on, on the right side, even as a, a pro-choice person, even then. I, I am comfortable living with my family more of a right type of lifestyle. Um, even as a single man, I, li I love the city, but I don't know. I was just always like, I can do it myself kind of guy, right? Uh, which tends to be, I guess, equated to the right. So I guess that's who I am. But like, that doesn't really matter. As long as whatever you're saying doesn't apply to the other person's property then I don't give a shit. But that's that's kind of my point, right? Is that you might be right and someone else might be left. Right. But I don't think you have to take a staunch position that way in order to be libertarian. Like No, you don't, but you have to be bold. It's You have to be so bold in fucking, one direction. It's I don't think so you have to be bold fucking bold. Right. No, but up and down you do. Up and down, you have to be very bold. And I think to be that's anti-state is huge. It's huge. You can't be anti-state and then be like, because like me is pro-life today. Like I'm pro-life now, right? I wasn't before. I am now. I've changed my mind because I debate. I'm not stupid, right? Not saying that somebody who didn't change their mind is stupid. I'm just saying. I have thoughts about private property, okay? I think about these things. I think about every aspect of the way I believe and I change it according to how private property should be applied. Like private property is the, like the core, right? I think through problems with that in mind with that as a core and i come up with my conclusions and then i debate those same conclusions later when i get new information and i don't rewire my house with the same wiring from 1960 over and over and over again because there's some sort of regulation telling me i have to it's the same fucking thing the state is stupid private property and people are real we can we can coexist left right whatever and social issues as long as we're not forcing that upon others I, I i do not see any situation where i go out to eat with a bunch of vegans and then i eat the way i want to eat and in the restaurant it accommodates both of us where 
there should be any issue there. So then, then how is that any, any different for someone who's in the center? You give latitude to yourself on the right, and it sounds like you know you sort of paint this like vegan uh, idea. Well, then like I, sort of a I, left, I don't right? understand. But I don't understand it, what you're saying. Uh, like on the center, like on the center with social issues, because I'm sorry, but like as a libertarian, as what a libertarian should be. The social issues shouldn't be what the fuck we're talking about here. So, like, if you have an issue with social issues, then go fucking talk to your goddamn psychiatrist. Because we're talking about state power versus not state power here. This is, like, if if we're going to go to the Libertarian Party, which is dealing with the government, which we... We really shouldn't have to fucking do it in the first place. But now we're doing it because we feel like we can reach more people and whatnot. Like, we're dealing with this stupid goddamn system. It should be about the power of government and not the power of government. All the other little bullshit that you want to talk about with your neighbors and shit, go talk about with your fucking neighbors. We're talking about the goddamn state versus not the state here and i i don't i don't get it i deal with this shit with even dave smith sometimes i'm like what the fuck dude what the fuck man like i i i am i love the fact that he's gone through like all these changes publicly and and he only does it through his personal life and whatnot but every once in a while man i fucking when i hear i'm pro-life in laws and shit like that the way he talks i'm like ah fuck you man fuck you fuck the laws man and i think maybe that's where this person veers off and like oh well he's talking about laws or whatnot I think we all make mistakes in what we're trying, our points that we're trying to get across. But I do believe that Dave and people like that are are truly ANCAP. I don't think they want to force anything upon you. I I I do believe they would sue you for everything you ever had if you killed one of their kids and their family because you decided to abort, and you would have to argue that in a court of you know, natural law. But uh, that aside, I mean, we're fighting for the same thing. The state, you get the fuck out. So. So then, so then why be adversarial against this other person? It sounds like you pretty much agree with this person in that, you know, some of the big names in the community are either somewhat alienating or at least uh, might not be talking about just things that are the state. They they are doing things that are a, a bit bold be- in other directions. Like, why would because- you want to alienate this person in the same way that y- you would say that someone like Dave would? I wouldn't. Uh, I would definitely not advocate to alienate this person. My point being is I disagree with certain aspects of the way that Dave, Tom, 
any of them live their personal lives. I'm not going to live my life that way. Uh, I live my life the way that I want to live my life. But I don't disagree with them on political things because their viewpoint in in my eyes has always been that politics cannot determine the way you live your life as long as you're not aggressing upon another person. So I I I don't understand where you wouldn't feel like you had a home. Like I think that somebody on the very left leaning would have a home in with me, even though I may disagree with the way that they run their household. I would fight to my death to protect them, the them being able to live that life. Yeah, but you're you're talking about something extreme, though. Like you're you're talking about, and again, I, I don't know what this uh, person on Twitter wants. I'm not going to pretend to know what they want, but I think it comes down to preferences, and it's not that unreasonable of an ask. It's like, like let's let's use music as an example. Okay. If someone gave you smooth jazz, but it was the most libertarian and cap in its beliefs and it was you know perfectly aligned with with your beliefs it would still be okay for you to be like yeah but i don't like smooth jazz i like punk rock because those things are those things are preferences and i think that's okay and i think it's not just okay but if this person says these are my favorite podcasts and i'm having issues with like, are they really your favorite podcast, or is there not a left, a real libertarian, a true libertarian left podcast out there? And if there's not, and you are that person, start the goddamn podcast, man. Because you have a fucking market, man, that you got cornered. Well, some people don't want to be a producer in every area. I think we all are producers. We are all producers and consumers at the same time. Like it's a it's a mismatch, right? There's also no reason to knock somebody who's to pushing your core values and just chooses to live their life different. Like at that point, you're like, oh well, I feel like I have a don't have a home. Do you have any suggestions for somebody from? these views like that would have been a totally different text method or uh tweet you know it's opposed to like oh these people are too right and they're going were so they not asking right. for suggestions no they weren't it was more like oh look how far right they're going and i was just like i haven't seen anything saying that they're going too far right the Dave Smith went through a a transition as he was getting hugely famous and it was becoming, it was becoming a father and it's, it's a big goddamn deal, dude. It's fucking huge. Your whole goddamn life changes, man. And it's not, it's not bad. It's not good. Like it can be either one. 
in my case it's it's been wonderful but this this thing that he went through he went through it and on the way that he chooses to live his life at home has changed completely 180 from where it was when I first started listening to him but his core beliefs haven't changed he should be able to sit on his stoops and smoke pot like he like he used to want to but he doesn't even smoke pot anymore most of the episode like when I listened to him before I thought it was so goddamn funny because he'd be so goddamn high by the end of the episode and now not only does he not smoke but Robbie doesn't even smoke like the pothead of the show doesn't even smoke at least on air maybe he smokes other times I mean he says he doesn't smoke that often but whatever so it sounds like this person is basically saying play the old stuff yeah maybe 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 they are looking for that kind of I don't I don't know funny but there's it's got to be out there maybe it's not maybe maybe it's not if it's not like that then come listen to our show it's a trap, and there's no comfort 